Good morning to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. To the Lord God, we give praises. Today is Sunday, July 11. Hmm. July 11, 2023. I want to welcome you to my daily podcast known as You Are Not Alone. Of course, you're not alone. You're not alone in whatever you're going through. You're not alone if you're the... If you're rich, you're not alone. If you're poor, um, in whatever state you find yourself, mm, there are thousands of us that are sharing the same with you. Well, I want to conclude in the, because given, given is so extensively uh, uh, bigger than you can think. So I... I if I keep on talking about it, I'm, I may have to go to 10 series, which I, I don't think it's, uh, we will always come back to that, that much I'm, I'm very positive. I want to conclude in this part of given this morning. And the reason why I want to conclude that is not just because there are not too many things to, to say, or there's so much to be said. <laughs> um, Look, giving has always been something that God, God uh, uh, demonstrated to us. God is a giver of all things. And so, expectedly, we're also uh, supposed to do the same as God. But you know, when giving become, um, when giving becomes stupidly demonstrated, then, then I, have, I have things to say to that. I am going to introduce a book to you that I think you should find time to get and read. It is called Toxic Charity. Mm. Toxic Charity. In this book, the writer, which which I love, one of many of his books, Robert D. Lupton, said, um, when you give to people, there are four stages. The, The first stage is you give to them, it makes them happy. The second time you give to them, they're thankful. The third time, they're expecting. Did you hear that? They are expecting. And the fourth one, they think they're entitled to it. (laughs) There is a a local zoo, some part of the United States, that there is a big sign that says, do not feed the bear. Do not feed the bear. And the sign had to come because after the tourist comes during summer, winter comes, the bear have nothing to eat. So they die. Because the tourists always feed the bear. They leave trashes for them. They leave food for them on the road. But winter time, no one visit that um, area. No one do. They, they, there's no. There's no tourists. So the beer who have relied on them and the tourists to feed them now couldn't fund, fend for themselves. They can't go out and fend for themselves. They wait on the road. They're expecting the uh, tourists to bring food for them. So many of them die of hunger. So when you give, you have to give wisely. Oh yeah. Uh, even though people expect to be cynical 
in the 24th century. I don't know why, but that, that's what the society is, it's the picture the society is painting. There's been so many self-help uh, book dominating bookshelf in marketplace. People feel bad more and more often, and they're scrambling to feel a sense of meaning, connection, and happiness. And so, there is strategy we can use to combat feeling of meaningless loneliness and depression. Most people often overlook. This strategy has nothing to do with shunting your third eye. It has nothing to do with uh, nail down somewhere, put your head in between your between your legs, and no. This strategy doesn't require you to implement a get-rich-quick scheme. This strategy to achieve a sense of purposefulness, con- connectedness, and joy is ancient. And I found that very profound when I read about it. Number one is you have to give more. You have to give more, regardless of how you're being taken advantage of. You have to give more. Because most people don't want to give more because they think they've been taken advantage of. They, they feel a sense of victimization by the world. They don't want to be generous anymore. They don't want to be given and then sometimes don't want to be charitable. Because it requires a kind of optimism, optimism that is risky. It requires a hope that says, I believe there is something worth saving in this world and I'm going to be part of God's plan to meet the needs of others instead of holding as much as I can for myself. When was the last time you gave? I mean give without expecting because there's some people who just don't like giving but they love to receive. (laughs) I've said that so many times. This tragedy that I told you is also verified by multiple scientific disciplines. This finding, which time tested and empirically tested, should prompt us to rethink how we approach giving. When we're able to understand the profound of Jesus' word, it is more blessed to give than to receive. We'll begin to benefit from the act of giving and see how giving doesn't make us victims, it makes us beneficiaries. Number one, giving makes you happy. I know you ask, how does this work? This is how it works. Compared with a control group, those who made generous decisions showed a higher ability to make themselves feel genuinely happy. Generosity was a way to practice using the part of their brain that induced happiness. In other words, the more you give, the bigger your happiness muscle gets, and the easier it is to make yourself feel more. And feel more happy. Giving makes your community safe. I can say that based on how we do at House of Grace, every other Saturdays we meet, we have a food pantry and we have a clothes drive that all through the summer we've done that and we're still doing it now. Giving creates trust. I know how you will say, how does it create trust? Mm. Giving creates relational connection between the giver and the receiver but it does more than this given situates this the giver with the larger purpose of the church community given is one of the ways that a christian can become a crucial element of the church mission on earth 
A recent study produced by Stanford University showed that social engagement predicts life longevity. The more you belong to a community, the higher chances of living a longer life. This doesn't mean that you have to be rich to belong. It means that of the resources you have, if you choose to hurt them all for yourself, you're robbing yourself of an important benefit of giving that is a key to a long and a happy life. Giving help creates margin in your budget. Look, we can talk about more and more and more of that in the scientific way. But the reward that I see, that I, that I believe more, is what the Bible says when it comes to giving. Whenever there is a crisis that causes a drastic downfall in our economy, it is really wise or required of us to give. Certainly God knows. We don't have much. He knows that. He, don't, he knows we don't have much money. He wants us to be wise with what we have, right? Besides, if God owns all, why does he need our money? I've heard, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's a common saying. The answer is, of course God doesn't need our money. We don't give out of God's need for anything. We give out of ours. While on this earth, Jesus talked more about money than hell. And this is one of the examples that we must learn to understand that. Things that you're holding in the house could have been used by somebody. Somebody could have been, could have feel better by things that you're holding. Those shoes that will not size you anymore. Those clothes that will not size you anymore. I'm not saying that pack the, the dirt in your house and bring it to a place and say you give to people. No. What you can't receive from anyone, don't give to anyone. No. What you cannot receive from anybody, why, why giving it out? You have to be considerate. You have to think. You have to let God be part of your of you when you give otherwise it will become so silly and useless so i urge you in any way you can and wherever you can learn to give learn to give when you give without your heart cheerfully let the receiver receive also appreciatively i tell you the truth i live with a woman who is a giver I grew up with a woman who is a giver. I was born into this world by a woman who was a giver. That's my mother. She taught me giving is one of the most important thing that anyone can do to make you feel very confident of yourself. What do you have with you that you think somebody will need? Would you do that this week? Would you just would you just clean your wardrobe and see what is good there that you know you can't you have not worn in three months and just take it somewhere and say, listen, I think you'll be needing this. Take it to a nearby church where they do these things and just give it to them there. And you know what's gonna happen to you? You'll feel very happy. And that don't mean you won't buy another one. Because <laughs> sometimes we replace we replace one with four. And we give away things we we feel back the um, the wardrobe again. Hoarding is one of the most disturbing things that anyone can do to themselves. What are you hoarding? Why are you hoarding it? Why should you hoard it when there could be someone there who will be needing it? Well, this is where I'm going to stop. This morning, Sunday morning, I know you're going to go get ready. If, if you're listening to this now, 
you'll be getting ready now to get yourself together to, to get to church on time. And I tell you, you need God in your life. You need, you and I need God. So we can't play with God. Neither can we take God for granted. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause his face to brightly shine on you. Good morning. Thank you.